and welcome to another episode of The Mayor on Air. I am the mayor of Hinchtown, James Hinchcliffe, joining uh, a, a legend in the making, ladies and gentlemen. We are here this week. We're honored to be joined by current Indianapolis 500 champion, Mr. Alexander Rossi. Alex, thank you so much for coming on the show. The crowd goes wild in front of our live studio audience. Yeah. Calm down, guys. That's Buzzkill Brian yeah. is the sole clapper here. <laughs> Producer Buzzkill Brian, you know well if you know the show. We're here on Sirius XM, Sirius 212, XM 209. And uh, Alex, first off, congratulations, my friend. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's got to be a pretty cool feeling. It is. Um, I don't know quite what I got myself into, um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's pretty special, and, and I'm proud to be here. So so what I like to do in segment one here is we'll, we usually recap the previous race, move into pre Reviewing the upcoming race, uh, we're here in Detroit at Belle Isle for the uh, the duel in Detroit coming up this weekend. So, I mean, obviously, the race itself was a bit manic, but let's go back to the kind of the start of, of the at least the 500 part of the month in practice. First time, obviously, at IMS. First time out on a big oval like this. What were your first impressions of the place? Um, the size of it. The size of it blew my mind, and, and my only kind of prior experience was Phoenix, and then and then one day at Texas. So, <laughs> slowly building up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a progression. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so then going out of pit lane for the first time, I I, uh, I was blown away by how quick, you know, you're accelerating and um, it just, it caught me out a little bit and ROP was actually a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Like initially I thought, oh, this is, this is going to be easy and by ROP, I mean the, the rookie orientation thing, we have to go through different stages um, to kind of qualify to race and that was, uh, that was hard. And, and I was like thinking Monday around lunchtime that I'm, I'm gonna really be struggling. I'm in over bit. my head here. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how to deal with this. And then, you know, I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but you know, you get used to it a little bit, and then it becomes a little bit easier, and, and you start to kind of progress, and, and, and then it comes to you a little bit. Do you remember your first flat lap? Yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> and I didn't like a lot of the, the subsequent flat laps. I mean, the internal debates that I'd have my, with myself in one and three. Right. Like, am I really going to do this again? <laughs> do I need to keep my foot all the yeah. way down here or can we, be, um, can we negotiate Right. This? And you kind of just do it and you you'd get through. And, and then two and four I didn't find to be too big of a deal until the win came. But that's a different story. But, yeah, it, it took some being used to it. I don't know still if I'm fully used to it. Did it did it take you a while to kind of get a feel for what the car wanted on an oval in that kind of trim, or were you were you pretty quickly able to determine, hey, it's got a little bit of steer here, it's a little bit free on entry, we need to change this, change that, or did that take a bit? No, I felt that that part came okay. It was just me understanding how how I could affect the lap time with with how I drove. You know, you you can be flat, but then you can also be flat and slow. Um, so that that took some getting used to. But the actual balance of it, I found, um, and again, reading the car came quite quite quickly. Um, it helped that I was driving a, a pretty solid car from day one. So, you know, I was very fortunate as a rookie to be in an Andretti Autosport car, which which was just fast out of the box, and they've always been strong at IMS, so it made my life a whole lot easier. And four very experienced teammates, a former winner. Oh, massive. massive and Marco's been in the top five, like, ten times. Like, all the time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it uh, again, that, that made my job a lot easier. I could rely on them a lot. Then, obviously, having Michael and Brian Herta um, was huge, so it made me look good, for sure. So, you get into practice week. We start running in traffic now. Race running. How yeah. was that? How was yeah. that for the first See, time? Again, I got. I was like, no, I don't like it. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't. I didn't get used to that until Carb Day, and and it finally started to click a little bit. But um, 
What was the hardest part? What was the what was the, the struggle? The area? fact that it was very a primal feeling. Like the car, the car didn't like what you what it was doing, and you really just had to force it and hang on, and it never felt comfortable. Was, you could get by yourself and, and feel generally pretty comfortable, but then as soon as you got behind cars, one car was okay, two cars was okay, and then three and up was just like it, nothing kind of felt right. And um, for me, I didn't know. I, because of the, I didn't have the experience, I didn't know what was okay to not feel right, and then what was too much. Um, so for me, that was that was a, that was a fine balancing act. And then you know, a lot of drivers will say that one of the, the coolest, but one of the most challenging things that we have to do all year is your qualifying run at yep. the Indianapolis 500. So four laps, ten miles, trimmed out, yeah. foot to the floor. How was that? How was that for the first? Time? I mean, we got tricky conditions on qualifying yeah, weekend, sure. so that must have been fun for so, your first so crack at it. Basically, everyone was telling me about how the wind makes makes such a big difference and i was like all through the week i was like no it doesn't like these people are being lame like it's, <laughs> they're being so dramatic <laughs> they are exaggerating they're trying to this. scare me yeah scare exactly like it's it's fine but it wasn't windy <laughs> we got to saturday and the wind picked up and um yeah it it became very very difficult very quickly and and I think you explained it very well. Um, the fact that, you know, you watch an onboard, and even me as a racing driver, when I've watched the onboards in Indy in the past, you're like, well, yeah, okay, that looks pretty straightforward. But they, uh, the car isn't happy doing what it's doing. And, and to, to be able to kind of just hold on to it for four laps, like, for me, it was so difficult to, like, take my left fingers off of the wheel to, like, try and downshift because I was <laughs> holding on so tight. Just thing. Yeah. So I had to literally force myself to pry my fingers off to, to grab a gear. Just one finger. Yeah. Just take, <laughs> no, uh, legit. Yeah. Like, we, I was using one finger. Yeah. So, um, I, again, I, it was another period of time where I was like, well, I'm not too comfortable with this. But, um, and I and I made some mistakes, and qualifying was, was pretty far under our potential, I think. But, you know, you live and learn. Didn't seem to affect you too much at the end of the day. Well, I mean, yeah, we, we all it still know how, worked out. We all know how how that went down. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I won't I won't harp on too much about the race. Obviously, yeah. everybody knows how it finished. Everybody super dramatic finish. Super dramatic. The, the last lap must have been pretty pretty nerve wracking. Yeah, man. Um, I because I knew the last lap was a huge question mark because in in our fuel numbers, the, the closest we got to making it was was not to the finish line um so it was it was kind of the back straight type thing so when it started coughing in in one and then two and i was like <laughs> here we go type thing um and then you know there was some instructions that we all know about to get very creative and, yeah and they worked so there you go got us there, man. and congratulations on that man so let's let's uh let's switch gears a little bit quickly yeah. move to detroit you've not been to this track no, obviously another another new one for you <laughs> Um, Added to the list. Yeah. <laughs> Added to the list with every other every, track all that we're them. going to yeah. this year. Yeah. Uh, you've done the track walk now. What are your impressions of this place? Um, yeah, man. It's it's a bit crazy. Um, I'm, I'm, the bumps, the, the layout, it's fast for a street course. You know, some of the walls kind of come out of you from nowhere. But, you know, it looks like a lot of fun. And um, Just wait. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk again. Tomorrow. I was starting to like the ovals because my hands are all good now. Yo, yeah, that'll change. Yeah, that'll change real quick. So the, the great part is that'll change by Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and then we have a race. And then you get to do it again on yeah. Sunday. Sweet. And then we get to go to Texas. And then we get to go to Texas, yeah. which is almost oh, well, you. You've at least tested there, so yeah. you got a little bit of a uh, little bit of thing between between uh, St. Pete, Long Beach. We've done a couple of street races. Yeah. How, how's your how's your how's your Andretti Autosport, Brian Hurd Autosport car on the street track so far? Hasn't been great, man. We've we've struggled. Um, St. Pete was was miserable for me. Ryan did a good job. Long Beach was horrible for all of us. So we're ho really hoping to, to kind of turn a corner this weekend. 
Are you are you confident that that corner is going to be turned, or do we have things in the development in the pipeline that should hopefully uh, benefit the team here? Um, yeah, I mean, I think NDGP was was personally for me quite strong. It was a strong weekend, but obviously that was a permanent road course or a road course, so I don't know if that'll translate. I think some of them, some of the things we've discovered will, but I won't have that answer till till tomorrow. Two last things before we head to uh, to commercial break here. Um, what is your opinion on the doubleheader format? How do you feel about oh, doing I love it? Oh, I'm stoked, man. I, you know, anytime I'm in a race car, I'm happy, and anytime I'm racing in a race car, I'm happier. So, I'm down with it. I mean, I might, you know, my hands won't like me, but but I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. All right, one thing we like to do is uh, right before we head out, excluding yourself, sure, and excluding me to not make it awkward. Yeah. Give me your predictions for top three this weekend in in one of the races. Oh, and just, I, I just want you to know it's a yeah. super lame thing to yeah. just pick all your teammates. I'm not going to say oh, you can't oh, do I it. Will. I don't think I will. Okay, uh, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the discussion we Based just had. Based on the previous experience, no. Um, yeah, I mean, Elio, Simon, will. Going, all right, going for the Penske sweep. I mean, it's they've had a pretty good record here I so mean, far. I so feel like, and they, they're pretty motivated. Concerned is the Chevy kind of, you know, environment. Bit so. of a bit of a Chevy town. A little bit. Yeah. There, there's a big kind of cylinder building <laughs> type, <laughs> the Chevy type palace-like Chevy-ish. thing. Yeah. 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 Very cool. All right, we're gonna head to a quick break. More with Alexander Ross when we get back. But you got to throw us to break with a song. What do you want to hear? Warren G. Regulate. There you go, Warren G coming up. Here we go, back, back more with Alex Rossi right after this. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the Eve so I could get some phones. Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone. Just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak. All of you skirts know what's up with 213. So I hooked select on 21 and Lewis. Some brothers shooting dice, so I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers put some so I said, I'm stuck. These girls peeping me, I'm gonna glide and swerve. These looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked. I'm breaking myself. I can't believe they taking more and 12. They took my rings. They took my Rolex. I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up and they all around. Can't none of them see him if they going straight down. They wanna come up real quick before they start to clown I best pull out my and lay them busters down They got guns to my head, I think I'm going down I can't believe it's happening in my own town If I had wings I would fly, let me contemplate I glance in the cut and I see my homie Nate Sixteen in the and one in the hole Nate Dog is about to make somebody's turn Now they dropping and yelling, it's a tad bit late Nate Dog and Warren G had to regulate Switching my mind back into freak mode. If you won't skirt, sit back and observe. I just left a gang of over there on the curb. Now they got the freaks, and that's a known fact. Before I got jacked, I was on the same track. Back up, back up, cause it's on N A T E N E. 
the warrant to the G. Just like I thought they were in the same spot in need of some. <laughs> Warren G. Regulate. Yeah, man. By Mr. Alexander. Not by. Requested no. by yeah. Mr. Alexander Rossi. Nothing Rossie. to do with it. <laughs> You'd like to have, though. Yeah, like to have taken cool. credit. Yeah. Here we go. We're back. It's the mayor on air. I am the mayor of Hinchtown, James Hinchcliffe. We are with your Indy 500 champion, Mr. Alexander Rossi. And here in segment two, we call it Shoot the Bleed, man. This is, this is literally just us chatting. About cool. things not necessarily racing related, but I do have it's to. It's been ask. a while. I haven't tried to do in a while. It's man. been a while. We 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 were busy. shared. We have been busy. Yeah. But in the in the earlier parts of the season, even the preseason, we shared some pretty awesome brunch dates together. Yeah, we did. It was pretty cute. We got we've got a bit of a crew going back in. Yeah, Indiana, we do. Don't yeah, we? Yeah. It's a good crew. It's missing Joseph. It's missing Joseph. We're gonna try and get New Garden involved. Joseph needs to be around. Joseph needs to be there. Connor Daly's a regular. Well, clearly. Um, when is he not? Well, I mean, he's just always there. It's yeah. infuriating. Imagine living with him. It's it's incredibly infuriating, to. man. Do you have shoes? Yeah, you have shoes. Yeah, I got shoes today. He uh, he didn't steal every pair. Just just the pair for the banquet, which is <laughs> terrible. Um, but I mean, you have quite the bacon making skills. I have Thanks, to tell man. the world. I got to share that with the yeah, world. Yeah, they are pretty good, aren't they? When you I mean, you left us to go do some Formula One third driver stuff. duties in Russia. Yeah, in Russia. You're at the Sochi race, and we did brunch without you. Yeah. We were sending you text message yeah. pictures. You I were was, pretty devastated. I was heartbroken, man. And Greg took over the bacon making duties. How'd that work out for you guys? He ruined it. Exactly. Destroyed so, it. I, I, yeah. So, I told you. You know, you take things for granted when I'm there. You do. I, I won't then, lie. Yeah. It's the little things, Alec. And ain't you clean? I know. Are you single? Yeah. Ladies. Not only is he a massively talented and now world famous racing driver. Who just made a couple million bucks? He well, also well. he also cooks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You've done French on the sport before. <laughs> You've seen those contracts. <laughs> well, you you earned for someone for someone else some multi-million dollar check. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, brunch is definitely on you next time. I don't care. Your your cut is probably still enough to supply brunch. Um, I think if you remember, since you got pull, you're buying the bacon because. <sighs> You, I mean, you let's not forget the fact that you got a pretty big check too, man. Uh, my pole check and race check do not combine to half of your <laughs> race checks. So I'll buy the bacon, you buy the champagne for mimosas. No. Deal? I mean, De- yeah, yeah eh? that's fine. That's Fair. Fine. Yeah, there we go. Cool. Just just once. Right, yeah, just, just once. What about One puppies? Celebratory. Who's buying the puppies? Okay, so there's an inside <laughs> joke here where there was one brunch uh, event where Alex and another member of the brunch, brunch crew, Marissa, decided it would be a great idea to go on the SPCA website <laughs> and try and track down a puppy for us to adopt across four people. Tango. Tango was the Tango dog. Was we the found dog. him online. Yeah. We went to, we Ubered to the SPCA. Because we're responsible. Because <laughs> we're responsible to find this dog. And thank God he was literally in the process of being adopted by another we, couple. I think we ended a relationship. We, we might have ended a relationship. Because I, I was asking the volunteer at the SPCA that we needed a decision quickly because I wanted that dog. There was there was and, a couple there playing with yeah, him. And the boyfriend wasn't down. The boyfriend was on the phone. Yeah, he was pl- not interested. And the volunteer went up and spoke to the to the girlfriend. And she was and like, I'm she just said, well, we're taking him. Yeah, so we got an Uber back empty-handed. Yeah, and we're pretty sure Tango's in, now in a broken home. <laughs> yeah. He's now already splitting, splitting his time <laughs> between the two. Um, how many Twitter followers did you gain for winning the Indy 500? Not enough. Really? Yeah. Like, I gained a lot because Lady Gaga posted a picture of me. You know, I don't want to talk about dinner. it. Do you want, I don't. Are you upset about that? You know what? I think she hung out. I mean, she was with Matt Brabham. 
Yeah. Okay, I, I feel like I should have had at least a high. You were I mean, she was, she So was, here's the problem. Here's the problem. You were busy was, winning the Indy 500 and doing all the subsequent media responsibilities. It's a lot of things. It's a, I can only imagine. It's a lot. I can only imagine. Do you know I had to stay in my suit for five hours I, post-race? Again, I I want to I, I want to feel bad for no, you. No, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just letting you know of the scenario. No, I believe it. Yeah, and I'm gonna and I know you've been warned about this before. I know TK made a comment about it at the banquet, and I'm sure Ryan said something about it. You, I will say you look like you're in much better condition than either of those guys in yeah. 13 and 14 after Thanks, day man. one. I've made an effort. Ryan came here in 14 after winning the 500 to Detroit, and I was his teammate, and had single-handedly the worst weekend of his professional career. I think he crashed in every single session, including both races. Yeah, I just watched a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you know to watch out for the yeah, left rear they, in the last corner? Yeah. <laughs> and you know to watch out for the right front in that... In, a, in, in nine? Nine, nine. Yeah. yeah. Entering nine. Yeah, Don't do that. <laughs> nope. That one ends really poorly. Yeah, it does. That one ends really poorly. Anyways, but yeah, no, I've um, I've tried to get as much sleep and, you know, made responsible life choices. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird, because based on our time together, that's not been either one of our... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> either one of our strengths, Alex. What, what's been the most fun thing you've had to do as a as a Indy 500 champion so far? Not meet Lady Gaga. That's that was the most fun thing was not. No, meeting no, her. no. That was. Like, oh, okay, I, mean, I didn't get to meet her. Yeah. Um, Do you so, want to? I'll, I'll text her right now. I'm, yeah, could you give her a ring? <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. Um, honestly, opening the New York Stock Exchange was yeah. pretty cool. Have, you like you've that? done it, have you? I have not. No, oh. no. I've uh, I've done the Toronto Stock Exchange. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of know the I kind of know the the story there. Yeah. But you uh, ring the bell and wave. Yeah. And so what? Cool. So that was the coolest one so far. Yeah, I think so. Did you on like the Tonight Show or anything yet? No. Not yet. Are you going on Fallon or something? Going on at, one, you, at one point, I hope so. What do you, they got to put you on something cool like that. But it's um, it's basically because it was Memorial Day. I don't know for some reason. It's always been Memorial Day week, but shows were dark and everybody was off. People didn't care. How about that? You're out there busting your ass, and everyone else is taking a day off. I know. How about that? It's okay. Did you let loose on Sunday night or no. not really? Because you had to be Dude, up at I am six o'clock. So glad that I did not. Because if I had turned up Sunday night and then had to sit on pavement from 7 a.m. to noon in a fire suit in direct sunlight, I would have literally had big problems. Just blown chunks. Yeah, because I was on the limit as it was, just with everything. Just exhaustion. Just, yeah. Yeah. So if I was actually, you know, on Struggle Street, it would have been Is it bad if I tell you that Lady Gaga came out that night? I'm aware. Okay. Because I saw the photo. She was on the dance floor. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. She was asking about you. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. Um, so obviously, she's too obsessed with you. She did call me handsome and buy me a bottle of champagne. Well, she's only human. She she is only human. I mean, look at me. I'm adorable. It's <laughs> pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, you're you're uh, obviously you're European trained, American yes. born and raised, European bred in the racing world. Sure. And and you ran against a good buddy of mine a bunch of years ago in World Series by Renault, Robbie Wickens. Oh yeah. How well do you know Robbie? I mean, pretty well. Do you like Robbie? Yes, I do. Robbie's a good dude. Robbie's a pretty cool dude. And he's over there kicking butt in DTM. At Seriously, the yeah. Doing pretty well. Yeah, in the German society. Do you want to hear a funny story? Yeah. I was at the race in Mexico City when you won the BMW world title. Oh, thanks for saying hi, bro. What do you mean? You didn't well, I didn't know you. You were too cool back then. <laughs> you were like too too cool, kicking kicking everybody's ass yeah, in Formula BMW. At Sixteen, yeah. You didn't you didn't want to talk to people like me. I was nobody. You were like a world champion on the way to Formula One and stuff at the time. Yeah. So you were kind of look, a big deal. Look how that worked out. 
Again, I think it worked out okay. You could have been you could have been driving around fighting for like 17th in Formula One, this is which is still Formula One. Don't get me wrong. I know it's cool and that's you know the dream and all the rest of it. But this is not terrible. This is this is still has become number one very very quickly in a is short any, period of time. Is any car more fun than you were expecting? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And I would say that I said that even prior to even. I mean, I said that right after St. Pete. Yeah. Um, it. It seriously changed my impression instantly, um, and I've enjoyed it ever since, even though the results have been difficult prior to, you know, five days ago. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's, a, it's an amazing championship, and I'm very, very happy to be here. Well, we are very, very happy to have Thanks, you. Thanks, man. We are going to take another break, because I mean, if, if you weren't, I don't know who would cook my bacon. Greg would have to cook it, and it would just be so some Brunch would be ruined. It would, be disc- it would just yeah. be gross. Yeah. I, would, I would quit brunch. It's clearly. I wouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. All right, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, Alex is going to request another song. Yeah. Hopefully it's just as awesome. <laughs> Adult Swim, DJ Spin King. Was that a thing? Yeah. Is that a, is that a real thing? Featuring Tyga, Jeremiah, and Vilouche. Would Vilush. I know this song if I heard it? Yes. Well, we can play it. Buzzkill. I'm, I'm, I'm deferring to Buzzkill on this one. What is it? Can Adult we accept Swim? it? Adult Swim. Yeah. Isn't that a TV channel? Yeah. Do they make music? DJ no. Spin King? Yes. See, it's a song. All right. It can't be worse than that thing Pageant I played. That definitely can't be worse oh, it's than good. that. good. Play it. Turn it up. We're going to sample it real quick here. You just, just, just like fast forward a little bit. Alright, it looks like a legit song. We are going to go with this. <laughs> DJ Spin King, Adult Swim. Here we go. Dumb, 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 do your dumb dance Like Juicy J said, dang, using hands It's halftime, got hella bands Even white girls with spray tans Yeah, let me see it yeah, I like it when bend over, for real me. I'm a big tipper, you ain't gotta be stripper. I politic and she with it. I ain't tripping to hit it, hit it. Tunnels and fifties, turning up in your city. Later she leaving with me. Now you see me, I'm. Can't ever pass up, I lay it down. Back strokes in the middle of the ocean. I'ma need that dope. Lights up, then I'm feeling hella I'm from the bottom trying to get some toppy Diamonds got my mommy screaming hella poppy Say she got the work and need a hella hobby Bust it, bust it, she hella sloppy I just hated them the moments I can't put on IG I know your man's be tripping, really, that denied me But if I wasn't me, then who the hell would I be? That was whatever, whatever the hell that was. DJ it was, great. Game. It, was it was it was good. It was good. We were we were bopping along a little bit, I guess. That's weird. Is that is that, is that not what the kids say? I, I wasn't bopping. All right. I, I'm, apparently, I'm not cool. <laughs> apparently, I'm not Indy 500 winner cool. But I hope to be one day. We're back. It's the mayor on air. I am the mayor of Hinchtown, James Hinchcliffe. We are, of course, with your current Indy 500 champion, Mr. Alexander Rossi. Are you ever gonna get tired of hearing that? 
I'm not used to it yet, so no. So definitely not. I think I don't think you ever could. No, I don't. Are you gonna wear the ring? Mm. You know how like like Elio, TK, Ryan, they all wear their ring a lot. Yeah. Are you gonna wear the ring? I don't know. You don't know yet. I don't, I'm not a big ring guy. Dixon doesn't wear his ring. Yeah. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with Scott on that. Yeah. You're, I think you're Scott's Scott. pretty pretty cool thing. Scott's pretty awesome yeah. in life. So if he does that, then I'll follow suit. Follow suit. Yeah. So basically, you're calling Tony, Elio, and Ryan a bunch of losers. No, you just did. That's. I was just. I was kind of. I was kind of <laughs> summarizing what you were saying. I think Ryan's great. It's not what you were saying on break. Mm, well, I'm just kidding, Ryan. He loves you. He's not listening. It's true. Not, if you're an IndyCar driver, you are not listening to this. I mean, Connor will be listening because he's got probably nothing else to do. Because he has no no responsibilities and nothing but time on his hands. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're, we're into our third segment, our final segment. It's a little thing we like to call trick or tweet. Okay. Okay, so we give the guests an option. You can either perform for myself, Buzzkill, and the live studio audience an elaborate and well thought out magic trick. Yep. Or you can answer tweets from fans. I think, I think I'll answer some tweets. All right. I mean, that's your decision. Whatever. No big deal. Uh, on that note, let's head right to it. Limlam? Limlam. Yo, it's Limlam <laughs> has a question for you. I'm excited. Uh, what a name. Afternoon, y'all. It's Belle Isle weekend, so what's the biggest difference between European street circuits and American street circuits? Bumps. Bumps. And oh my god, is there a lot of them. Yeah, you haven't even been around here yet. The golf cart <laughs> almost had issues. You, you need a mouth guard just to go around the golf <laughs> yes. cart because it's so bumpy here. So there's grass growing out of the track. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's a difference. You telling me Monaco doesn't have a bunch of bumps and grass? No. What? <laughs> Weird, isn't it? That's, I don't. I don't believe that. No, I mean, there's like glitter from the yachts, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there might be the odd champagne cork yeah, that exactly. makes it onto yeah. the track that shoots <laughs> off the yeah, yachts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but. it's just the, this. I mean, because they're basically paved like road course, like proper road courses. There's just walls. Correct. That's basically what a European. I mean, there might be a is. bump. Right. Like Singapore. Two. Is Singapore bumpy? Singapore's pretty bumpy, but it's no more bumpy than like a spa, for example. So, I mean, spa oh, really? has some bumps, too. Okay. So, so, yeah. so Long Beach is bumpier than Singapore. Yes. And everything's bumpier than Monaco. Yes. Monaco literally doesn't have a bump. It's got curbs. It's got a no bump. Just the one? It's got the one. The one at the top of the hill before? Yeah. It's sent me into the wall about five times. <laughs> it's, a, it's a decent bump. Oh, it's, it's a serious I, I tell bump. you what, yeah. All right. But... It's. I mean, once you deal with that, then you're pretty. Other much than that, good to pretty go. good. So, so bumps is the main the main issue. Mm. All right, fair enough. Um, uh, Tim wants to know. I mean, the, the title of this says Rossi workout. So I'm assuming when he says this, what does Alexander do in between races to get ready for the next one? <laughs> we're we're talking physical training, maybe. Okay. Do you have a? I mean, you live in Indianapolis during the season. Yeah. Do you have a trainer there? Do you train yes. yourself there? Do I do you... have a trainer there. Yeah. yeah. He's from Spain. Okay. Um, he he's pretty he's pretty good. We we go to the gym a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We don't run. You don't run. No. What do you do? We lift things. You lift. Yeah. You're you're a gym tan laundry kind of guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Except not the laundry you or just, the tan. Or really. the tan. <laughs> just the G. Just just I'm the a gym. G guy. Gym gym and gym. Yep. I like it. Yeah. Thanks, man. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah. No cardio at all. Sometimes. Like, what would you do? Is it cycling, swimming? I'd go for a run every once in a while. Oh, so you do run? Yeah, but I don't. I don't prefer. I just. Had, I just got over double knee surgery, and I oh. had to run for like a year and a half prior to December, and now I'm. I'm like, well, I haven't done it in almost two years, so I'll give it a, a crack here and there. But so you're slowly I'm building back up to it. Well, 
I'm not, not really. committed to you're the not, process. You're not if I'm honest. Why did you have double knee surgery? Um, because I used to run a lot. <laughs> Legitimately, yeah. So it's from running? Yes. Ah, okay. <laughs> and now I see your aversion to running anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. So I had a PCL that went in my left knee, and I'm uh, sorry, my right knee and meniscus in the left. So. That sounds super unpleasant. It was hard to walk for about five months last year. That sucks. It wasn't fun. So do you like, you ride bikes now? Is that? No. You don't I don't like, do that either. No. Do you no. row? No. Do you Jacob's Ladder? Nope. Do you ski ergometer? Sometimes. Yeah, I do that quite a lot, actually. I was I was actually expecting him to say, what is that? I'm kind of impressed yeah, that you do that a lot. That's actually, I forgot about that. Yeah, I do that on a regular basis. There you go. Because yeah. it's good core, it's good upper oh, body, yeah. it's everything. It's really good, yeah. Get the triceps going. I like I like that you do that. Yeah. We're big fans of that over at Pit Fit Training. Um, all right, Aaron would like to know, do you see any, this is, this one's a little bit of a, this one's a little bit of a philosophical question in a sense. Because you're new to the series, mm-hmm. um, do you see any immediate changes that IndyCar should make or could make? That would uh, that would make it appeal to the diversity of the F1 fan base, or maybe even expand IndyCar's uh, appeal in the U.S. Is there anything that stands out to you that IndyCar doesn't do that maybe F1 does that is relatively simple to implement and might actually help in the long run? Um, well, I mean, I think the, the the clear answer to that is just the the calendar. I mean, if there was races in Europe, then there would be a bigger European fan base. But I actually want to turn that around and say that IndyCar expands its fan base, I would say, and engages their fan base way more than Formula One because of the access that fans have. And um, Do you enjoy that as a driver? Most of the time, I'll admit. Sometimes when you're just trying to go from the garage to the restroom and you're in a rush, it gets frustrating. But most of the time you appreciate the fact that IndyCar fans are actually connected to the driver and have an affinity with the driver, whereas in F1 is very much the, the car manufacturer Team, or the yeah. sponsor or whatever. You're a Ferrari so. fan or you're a McLaren exactly. fan. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and without the fans being able to get close to the cars and the drivers, that'll really never change. So, so IndyCar doesn't That's a great job. point, actually, yeah. yeah. I mean, you see the cars on track and you learn, a, you learn more about the team. And you, you know nothing about the, driver. about the driver. The driver is this thing in a helmet. Yeah. You're never allowed to be near them, talk to them you, in the same space as them. So, so what you're telling me is that... Formula One doesn't do mandatory one-hour autograph sessions at every single race? Absolutely not. For the entire field? No. That's because IndyCar does that. I know they do. Which is why IndyCar is better. One of the many reasons. One of the many reasons. So there you go. So F1 probably has more to learn from us in terms of that than... uh, I would would actually agree with that. Absolutely. That is very cool. Um, I have a question totally unrelated to anything. Um, But... I don't know. Just just because... In the in the at the uh, banquet on Monday, yes. in your speech, you mentioned how Napa came on board to your program for the 500 very late in the game, like week seven of, days before. Yeah, yeah, which is <laughs> worked out for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they are they are they continuing past Indy or They're here for Detroit? Yeah, was yeah. that always part of the plan, no. or was this a oh uh, that was that was a little that bonus? Was like, that was like yeah, well we that like, was a clause in we the contract last weekend. <laughs> it let's worked well again. for us. Yeah, let's do that again. So it's like okay, so I need to you know. Just keep, keep winning stuff. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. yeah. So, so they're here for this weekend, but as of right now, it's only this weekend. That's correct. So yes. we're going, we're going on a race by race thing at the minute. Apparently. Well, that's cool. It's yeah. cool to see. No, it's cool to see a Napa car. I in think, the field. It, I think it's amazing. I mean, they've they've been long associated with, with drag racing and NASCAR, and it's it's awesome for the series to, to have that, and, and hopefully, you know, we're all pushing very hard for them to stay. Well, that's very good. I'm glad that you and, and Michael and everybody at Andre Autosport were able to uh, to make that work. Um, one random question. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of shorten this one because this one there's a couple questions to it. But uh, but Zoe wants to know 
several things. Only one of them I really want to ask you. Um, how many chicken wings do you plan on eating this weekend? Not enough. Is there a reason why she would be asking this? Oh, do you know I have free chicken wings for life at Big Lug? I didn't send that to you. I'm sorry. No, you neglected to mention this. I, I didn't send it to you because I didn't want to make you feel bad. Well, you just did. <laughs> you, you made me feel bad for telling me that you didn't send it to me. I'm sorry. How did you do? How did you pull that off? Because I mentioned them. Is that in the, the place in India that we went to? Yes. How did you get free chicken wings for because life? Because I mentioned them in my favorite food thing in one of the press conferences, and they saw it. And now they're like, "Well, you have free chicken wings for life now." Is that legit? Like they so, really mean that? Do you want to? Yes, my picture's on the wall with free chicken wings for life. I got a message from the owner. We're, does do, that mean like do you when we come? all go in yes, together, we can just eat yep. chicken wings for free? Yes. Oh my god. Just him, though. No. <laughs> your whole table. Yes. I'm just going to have a salad and eat off his plate then. That's well, fine. I'll just order three orders of 18 then. That's perfect. <laughs> Dude, we are going to Big Lug like Monday. Monday. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm pretty excited. I like how when he wins, we all win. This is great. It's a team effort. This man. is great. Can yeah. we start having chicken wings at brunch? I, well, that would be Brunner. That would be bro. We did we did invent something called Brunner, which was breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because we start with a brunch that just kind of just kind of carried on, drug on all the way to dinner time, yes. which I think was chicken wings and big hugs the day we invented that. So yes, this is all working out so very well, so very well. All right, we'll do we'll one last. We'll go to one last uh, fan question before we let you go. Um, Marion uh, would like to know. Oh, there's, there's several questions here. I'll let you pick one, okay? Here's what, these are the questions Marion asked. You get to pick one. Let's what just was, do rapid fire. What was, okay, fine. Here we go. Rapid fire. What was the one thing A. Rossi missed the most about the U.S. when he lived in Europe? Big luck chicken wings. Good food. I mean, generally, yeah. Talk, I mean, there Mexican food. Mex Mexican food. Mexican That's food, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, okay, is there anything he misses about living in Europe now that he's back in the States? Um, you know, all, all the friends that I've gained there for the past eight years. You miss all them? <laughs> Some of them. Lame. <laughs> you got so much better friends over here in the brunch crew now. Oh, I did? Yeah, I do. You're so sweet. I, I You're feel, so sweet I, lying I, to I, me I, like I that. I feel very special, yeah. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. You're yeah. lying through your teeth. Uh, we've already answered this one. What was the best part about the post-race media tour opening the stock exchange? Correct. And finally, what uh, did his dad tell him in Victory Circle when he was still in the car? I, I have no idea. No idea. All a blur. <laughs> I don't know what anyone told me about anything ever. Is that whole thing about, a blur? Oh, man. I've got no idea. Do you remember what they said to you on the radio? No. I do, because it's all over the broadcast. Well, but. Right. But then post that. No idea. Post when they actually didn't air what the rest of it was. No. No idea. Do you remember how the milk tasted? Yes. Was it cold? Tastes like milk. Was it delicious? Did you go? What'd you go with? Two percent. Two percent. Two percent. In the future, I'd go with non-fat. Really? Yeah. Trying to keep your svelte, girlish figure. I mean, no, just just because the the, the 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 heat and everything. It's, yeah, it's a, <laughs> milk is a terrible choice. I mean, but I, but I have to say that the picture would look pretty cool with whole milk. And yeah. Two percent. I mean, but. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a big internal debate. I'll, I'll have to think about it for next year. You have to you have to really contemplate that one. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Your only 500 champion, Mr. Alexander Rossi. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, man. On the mayor on air. It. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We are on Sirius 212 XM 209. We will be back with more next week from the Texas Motor Speedway.